A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, Offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Talksport Daily. Hello, and welcome to the Talksport Daily podcast with me, Adam Catterall, in for Jimmy White's best mate. And what a podcast we have for you today! You'll hear from Robbie Fowler, and whether or not he believes his former teammate. Steven Gerrard could replace Jurgen Klopp at Anfield. Danny Murphy on where Harry Kane could be off to if he leaves Spurs. And for once, we'll promise no one will mention those dreaded letters V-A-R in this edition of the pod. But first, to Drive and Danny Murphy. Talking about Harry Kane and where he thinks he's clearing off to. Kane turned up at Liverpool tomorrow in the summer with the scarf above his head, and they signed him. I don't think Liverpool fans would be would be disappointed. And listen, I, I, I you've got to respect fans who back their, their own. He's oh, Firmino's going to be running out in the he's shirt. He's a brilliant so. player. I mean, it's not about him. It's about how do you improve. I think Kane has shown that he is that all-round striker yeah, who can go wide, come deep. He can he can link play up. He can. He's not. I don't think he's over selfish. I think he's selfish enough for a striker, but he will play in a teammate as well. But let's have a look. When he was fully fit, so when he's fully fit, exactly. a couple of well, last season he wasn't fully fit. Okay, so he got even then he got seventeen in twenty-eight. I'm talking Premier League here. Okay. Before that, you look at it. It's twenty-five in thirty-eight, twenty-nine in thirty. 30 and 37. These are ridiculous numbers. And it's not just one-off seasons. You know, so if, if, just imagine, if Liverpool did sign him and he was wearing that shirt, yeah, as you say, with a scarf above his head he and a photo call. He makes them better. They're, they're all buying the, the Harry Kane scarves and shirts. Let's speak to uh, John, who's a City fan in Manchester. Hi, John. Hi, guys. Hi, Hi John. I just want to speak about Aguero compared to Jesus. Um... When, when, when you actually go to the game, as you guys know, you see things that you wouldn't actually normally see on TV. And went to a game last year and I saw Aguero. And some of the running he does in between the channels, he makes goals out of nothing. For instance, the Liverpool game at home, he made that first goal out of absolutely nothing. And then as soon as Jesus replaces him, he's completely a different type of player. And I think Jesus has got to start to learn that those runs that Aguero makes, what he makes City a good team, he makes himself available in the box and just makes something out of absolutely nothing. But you wouldn't see that on TV. No, I think I think you make some good points. They are different players. Um, I think ultimately what you've got to look at is very simple. Can Jesus regularly hit the numbers Aguero has over the seasons? If Aguero left, I'm not sure he can because you're looking at a remarkably high bar that Aguero has set. Mm. A wonderful, wonderful strike, one of the best we've ever seen in our in our league. So there is a question mark over it. Who? There's not many out there who could re, who could. Do, I think Kane could hit the numbers of Guerrero. It's playing for City. 
Yep, I could see that. How many goals would he score playing for them? Yeah, <laughs> that's It'd the point. Ridiculous. The way he would be fed by De Bruyne, etc. You're looking at incredible numbers. Um, just a quick uh, tweet here. It says, do you people realise Kane is having a terrible season? So that's six goals in 10 Premier League games. And you're right, I think he's not having a great season. I thought he was poor on Saturday when I saw him. Still six goals in 10 games. Kane and Aguero, like all the best strikers, don't necessarily need to play well to score. 10 in 14. I've seen Aguero do nothing for eight minutes and score two. Mm. And beat and get man of the match. You know he's just got that. Kane's the same. Kane can be. Kane can look off off the pace, and all of a sudden he gets you the winner. It's what the best strikers do. Michael Owen was the best I've ever played with at it. Michael, you wouldn't see him sometimes for half a game, more two thirds, and then he'd win you the game or win you a final or a big game player, mm. big game player. Time for the Romford Pelly Ray Parlor on Breakfast with Big Al. Talking about the Gunners. The problem with Emery is I don't think he knows his best team. I don't think he knows his best formation. Um, you've got to work on these. You've got to work on these formations. And but, but do they work should, on them? But he should know, Ray. He, he should. should know. Yeah. I, I mean, at the moment, Ozil was, was frozen out. Now he's back in favour. You know, all these things are not going in his, the right direction for, for Arsenal at the moment. Defensively, you know, they're still not, not solid enough. How should they play, Ray, for you, formation-wise? I'm not saying every game, but what is the most... Likeable formation that you'd like to see them play. I don't mind a three at the back, but you've got to be working on it a week in, week out, and, and say, right, this is the formation I'm going to play. I'm going to stick with it. You know, at t- certain times, you you don't want to be keep changing systems because people get used to playing. Bellerin will get used to playing bombing on down the right hand side if yeah. you're playing wing back. Suddenly, you've got players a right back, and he he still wants to bomb on. He's going to be leave, leave gaps for the centre half. They get isolated. So, uh, you know, I've got no problem playing for it at the back, but he's got to say, right, I'm going to play this week in, week out and work on it in training. Everybody knows exactly what their jobs are as a, as a as, as team. And then we can maybe uh, move up the league. But at the moment, Al, it's 4-2-3-1, then it'd go 4-3-3, three, three, then it'd be three yeah, at the back. And it's then not good. No one really knows, no. you know... Just a couple of weeks ago, you could have gone third. Arsenal could have it, gone third. It's all about... Right, finding that the right formula and then suddenly going, right, I'm going to work on this. I'm going to work on it uh, day in, day out. The players are going to understand how I'm going to play. Uh, and, and then it's down to them, cross the white line, and it's down to you guys. And it's all about during the week. That's what Arsene Wenger done so well. He trained he trained you, everybody knew their jobs. Then he'll leave you alone. On match day, it's down to you. And it's, don't get me wrong, some players are not playing to their full potential and... You could argue they've made too many poor mistakes, even in the, even in the first half against Leicester. How many times a square pass in their own half mm. and it ends up giving Leicester a chance to score a goal? It was poor finishing in the end from Leicester's point of view. Yeah. You, 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 sometimes you... Would Madison be, a, be good enough for the Arsenal? Oh, definitely. I, I really like him. I think he's a superb player. I said before the game, he's the one I'm, I'm going to be watching and uh, scored a great goal. He's, he's got a real good football brain. Um, a little bit unlucky with a free kick as well when he tried to bend it over the wall. Just got it slightly wrong. But he's going to be a real talent. And I can see why, you know, suddenly he's, he's really stepped up from Norwich to, to Leicester. Yeah. Uh, and he's so, Ray, why do you think, Patrick, what, what, I know, look, look, he was a great player with you, wasn't he? He was a leader. He was hard as nails, but he could play. Why do you think he'd make a, a better manager? Well, he's got an experience now as manager. Um, and I just think he'd bring that, that stature to the club. Um, everybody would look up to Patrick. He, w- he would be able to um, attract big players, uh, which is very important because Patrick was an excellent player himself. Uh, and I just think he, he'll have the desire which uh, players will respond to um, in that dressing room. He might bring a few old players back. Um, you know, you never know. People like Dennis Burkham could get an opportunity. I'd love to see some guys like that on the bench. 
you know, what inspiration? If I was playing for Arsenal, I'd see them sort of guys who've been there, won it, won trophies. That would give me inspiration. Well, you'd have the fans into, on your side, right? Well, the fans would give you a chance as well, like Frank Frank Lampard. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think that that would be the way forward. It's all about investment as well. Um, you know, it's all about getting the right players in. But would they would they back? Um, would, well, they, they, would, would, have would they back to. Patrick right away or would they see how he goes first well, I think they would have to back him I mean if you're going to make that big decision and change managers you've got to back the new one coming in you've got to give him a chance haven't you uh, if you don't back him what chance has he got because you need investment they... it's all about having the better players um, and that's why Champions League football is so important for well, us well Ray I was coming to that I was going to say um, the, the, the board must be of uh, the thought that we're going to make the Champions League. Sometimes you've got to make a bit of a gamble. You've got to have a so bit of a gamble. So we're going to give them every chance of getting us in the top four. There's some money, Patrick. Yeah, absolutely. You and it's a little bit of a gamble because you don't... But they pay for the stadium. You can take that gamble now. Mm. You can say, right, I'm going to spend £100 million and, and give them a real opportunity to maybe... Oh, get them, Get the right players in and then we can push on. Once we're in the Champions League, suddenly it attracts more players... The money's coming into the club. Yeah. Before you know it, three or four years uh, later, you, you've been in, in, in get, a regular basis. And now to Hawksby and Jacobs, where you can catch the boys from 1pm every weekday afternoon. And if you follow them on Instagram, you'll know that they're in my neck of the woods at the moment. Manchester! And I've always been fascinated by the hair of deposed Bolivian leader Evo Morales. Wow, how often have I said that, Andy, (laughs) over the years? I've got a song. His hair is a hat, his hair is a hat, Evo Morales, his hair is a hat. Is it really? It is. I've never never seen it. In what way is it a hat? In what sense is it a hat? It looks like a hat. Oh, I could do a a little bit more than that. It's like a peak cap? No, it's sort of a a more um, a beanie. A beanie made out of hair. Okay, well, I'll look him up, Andy. Look him up. And I would think you've caught most of the talk sport <laughs> listeners out. If you're going to do observational material, at least hand out a leaflet I know, or I just put a picture up on I, social I, media. I, know, I should have done, really. Yeah. And uh, John Burkhardt signed a big new book deal. Have you seen that? The uh, ex-speaker. Oh, yeah. I do hope it contains a handy guide on how to get free tickets for Wimbledon. Well, yeah. I hope very you would like that. What's this fella called? Uh, Evo Morales. Evo Morales. Okay, let's have a look at uh, his barnet. It's uh, oh blimey, yeah. His hair is a hat. Yeah, I know what you mean now. Yeah, his hair is a hat. It's like no, a busby. It. It's like a it's like a small busby, isn't it? That the Coldstream Guards would wear. Why not? It's uh, it's an yeah. interesting look. It's, right. It'd be great if he was a football manager. Yeah, go and check it out. It's uh, it's a tremendous. It's look. a bit of a Richard Maidley situation, <laughs> kind of over the years. Yeah. Or he John does Major. look like he does look like a. Se- he looks like one of these blokes who gets parachuted in at the last minute <laughs> to take on one of the nations in the African Cup of Nations. <laughs> he does. A kind of long, <laughs> you know, one of the one of the minor African nations yeah. sack their manager with twenty minutes before the first game, <laughs> and this bloke, this Bolivian coach, who did, they save him from the Bolivian second division. <laughs> And he's parachuted in a bloke you've never heard of. <laughs> and he gets Morales. into the semi-final. He's, he's got that look about him, he isn't he? A bit. Back to breakfast now, and here's Robbie Fowler. No, not talking about how many houses he owns, but talking about Steven Gerrard and Jurgen Klopp. Steven's doing a you know, wonderful job up at Rangers. Um, you know, you've got to ask the question, are they a better team now since he took over? Of course they are. Yeah. They really are. So, yeah, I mean... Will will he want to leave and go into the Premier League? You know, no doubt about it. in the future he probably will do. Uh, but you know, to to be to be a Liverpool manager, I think he's probably the the name on on everyone's lips. Um, you know, should be looking for a new manager. 
Uh, you know, as far as I'm concerned, I don't want them to be looking for a new manager. You know, I want Jurgen to stay for a long time because if he stays for a long time, that means Liverpool as a club are successful. Sure. Mm. Um, so you know, all the all the talk of oh, should Stephen be there? Of, of look, of course he'll be the name on everyone's lips. But you know, I, I hope it's not for a long time. Liverpool are incredible. You know, the, people are saying, oh, you know, we're watching performances and they haven't really reached the height what you know what they can do. Uh, and yeah. that, that's just like a scary thought. You know, the, the yeah. players playing in. Uh, you know, unbelievable roles. Um, you know, you, you look at Jurgen Klopp as a manager. You know, getting rid of Coutinho. Okay, he wanted a goal, but people are always saying, "Oh, we'll get someone to replace him." He didn't really want to replace him. You know, he, he wanted different types of players who, who he felt would would benefit Liverpool more. You know, players who who have maybe a better better work ethic. Um, you know, and that's just what the route he's gone down. And I think you've got to give him you know so much credit, Jurgen, because he's. Um, I think he's got them. You know, he's got them fit. He's got them fired, and, and they just they just look an incredible team. Here's Scott Brown talking about his fellow countryman Kieran Tierney with Talksports. James Savundra. He's not had many opportunities yet at Arsenal so far this season. But what can fans of the Premier League expect over the, the coming weeks and, and coming months when hopefully he gets more opportunities? He's a fantastic fullback. Uh, he's got. Every single thing that you can ask for. He's got pace, he's got strength, he's got that willingness to win as well. And I, I think it's it's a drive inside him as well that, that wants that. And he, he had it at Celtic, he showed his qualities and that's why Arsenal wanted him. And uh, for me, it was sad to see him go because he was a great player and also a great friend as well. But it was the right time as well. And he's he will kick on, he'll, he'll show everyone what a top quality player he is over the next uh, six months. And in terms of Scotland, there is that silver lining, I guess, of having the, the playoff in March. We're not sure who it's going to be against. The semi-final is in, in Glasgow, though, so there's a great opportunity there. I mean, do you give Scotland an opportunity of qualifying for the Euros? Because it would just be incredible to, to be back in a major tournament. It's, it's been far too long. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that up. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd love them to do it. It'd be great for Scotland. Uh, it's been since, what, France 98, so it's been far too long. Uh, the fans deserve it, I think. Uh, here's hoping the lads can, can do it because we, we've got a great bunch of lads there and uh, we've got a good manager as well, so we need to make sure we all dig deep and uh, the lads can get the performance and that, that I know they can do. Time to get back to Danny Murphy picking his all-time favourite things that are Spanish. Paella and cerveza dos, por favor. That's as far as he got. towards goal and it's there Sergio Ramos has rescued Real Madrid three minutes into injury time can you believe it controversial not really um, when you think of PK Puyol Ramos you could argue they're all similar and I understand that uh, it's, it's it's an opinion but when you look at numbers again and, and it's not all about stats about what you like watching but this guy hasn't just played hundreds and hundreds of games for one of the best teams in the world. He's won four league titles, four Champions Leagues, the Euros twice, the World Cup once. You know, this this is a wonderfully decorated player, but he's a defender. 88 goals. <laughs> Two of those in Champions League finals, Aid. So if you're trying to look to separate, they're all winners. Puyol's a winner. Piquet's a winner. Ramos is a winner. You don't play at that level and win what he's won unless you're a winner. But people but dislike I, Ramos, don't yeah, they? Yeah, but take away personality. Okay. For me, it's, it's I don't judge him on that at all. On, on the field, I'm talking about they don't. Yeah, like yeah, I know, yeah. but that's that's each to their own. I can't 
I, I, I can't find an argument to put Piquet Puyol ahead of him when he scored 88 goals. Look, can we leave that question hanging there? Because it's a brilliant one. That's number three. Number two. It's Iniesta to win the World Cup for Spain. That's the goal that surely sees them crowned champions of the world. Andres Iniesta, the man of the match, with the biggest goal in Spanish football history. Okay, you, you said number two. Mm. Isn't that number one? No. Well, go on. <laughs> number two, Iniesta, yeah. for obvious reasons. I mean, actually, when you... Again, this is all about opinions football, isn't it? Of course. When you look at the numbers, not a great goal scorer, Iniesta. Great assist, but not... I think he got 70-odd goals in 760 games. One in 10, one in 11. It's, it's not great. But what he contributed to that team and how he... he manipulated the ball and, and dictated play and calmly got on with the job. Nine league titles, four Champions League, obviously the World Cup winner, scoring the final in the World Cup. And do you know the interesting thing, and I didn't realise this, Aid? I didn't know that just before the World Cup, that World Cup, he was, he'd been really struggling with depression after the death of his friend, um, Daniel Jacquet, or however you say it, the... the um, the Spanish player who fortunately passed away, didn't he? So he he actually picked himself up mm. somehow to get through that and and then go on to score the winner in the final. I think he had the vest, didn't he, or the t-shirt underneath? That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, unbelievable story yeah. when you read about it. He he he's everybody's favourite Iniesta mm. because of the. I think partly not just because of the way he plays, but the way he conducts himself. Yeah. Never never mouthing off, moaning, diving around. He just plays. Yeah. He was uh, he was definitely my number one, so I'm intrigued to find out. Number one. And their captain, Xavi, will take the penalty. Boos around the Parc de France. Xavi steps up and he scores. Low right-footed into the corner. Xavi, as a midfielder, I've never seen anyone quite like him. A wonderful passer of the ball. Never gives the ball away. Always receives it in areas where you shouldn't really want it, and never, never struggles with the ball. It, it became a leader as his time went on. He wasn't a shouter and a baller. Um, he wasn't nasty. He didn't. You never, you know, in those Madrid Barca games where you'd watch him, he was never being an idiot and trying to get people sent off. He won all the things with Spain, of course. He was part of their winning. He played again, not a big goal scorer. Nine hundred and forty games in his career. Mm. Unbelievable for a central midfielder that. Unbelievable. At a great level. Longevity. Yeah. Mm. Longevity. Now, I actually... Eight leagues, four league championship, 133 caps. The reason he probably tipped it for me, number one, sometimes things stick in your memory. I played against him. I think it was under 90s or under 20s or something like that for England. He was about three or four years. He was younger than me, but he was playing ahead of his, his years. Yeah. And I'll never forget coming off the pitch thinking, that's the best player I've ever played against at that age. And... That was Xavi. And, and he he just gone on. And I, you know when you remember, and another one was Amar, who that was another one actually. I know it's mm. Argentinian, but yeah, that was yeah. another memory. I saw this young kid, small in midfield, I thought, he can't be very good. He's only young. He looks tiny. Could not he dictate the whole game. This is TalkSport Daily. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company offer flexible budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Back to breakfast now, and here's former West Ham defender James Collins in the studio. With my contract situation it was tough for me because I couldn't go to Moisey and ask because he didn't know if he was going to be there Yeah. so it was all sort of thrown up in the air and then obviously the games are going on and on and then it's coming up to the last game at Everton and I and I still didn't know and um, sort of spoke to Mark Noble you know one of my best mates in football before the game said look this could be my last game for West Ham and turns out it was and then mm. obviously got told after that that I wouldn't be taken on Have you spoke to uh, David Gold or David Sullivan, Sullivan since? Um, yeah I spoke to Dave Sullivan kind of you know, he's, he's answered a few of my emails, more to the fact that I wanted to go in there training yeah. uh, at the, the start of last season and, and, and he agreed. And then, you know, that's what I sort of got the, um, got the move to Ipswich on the back of, on the back of that. But, um, you know, looking back, you know, it, it was all this talk about any, uh, an email that I got to say I was leaving. It wasn't direct email saying you weren't, it was, it was sort of the generic email that, that goes mm. around when you're out of contract, but I didn't know that at the time. So obviously mm. I've got this email through and, and sort of, I don't know, threw me toys out of the pram a little bit, you know, looking back yeah. in hindsight. But, um, you know, after 11 years, I thought it could have sort of been handled better than it, it was on both sides. Did you get a chance to see your goodbyes or not? No, I haven't. Um, and that's been... You know, I was a bit emotional after the Everton game, you know, walking around sort of, you know, waving at the fans, still not really knowing. But knowing I've spoke to the club since, you know, in the weeks, you know, just, just gone and it looks like I'm going to get a chance to go back and, and actually speak to the fans. Cause Testimonial. It's, it's, well, no, I, I, I don't think that'll happen, to right. be honest. But, um, you know, too much time's passed from that now. But just, a, you know, West Ham was a massive part of my life. Mm. I went there when I was 20, 21, you know, a bit wet behind the ears when I when I moved up to mm. London. And it sort of made me made me the player and the man I am. So there's a lot of people at that club I'd like to thank. And finally, the best bits from the sports bar with me and Jason Victor Cundy. You're piecing it down. Yeah. Have you ever tried it? No. Over again, Pogo, one of my mates uh, last week said that they sit down for a number one. Yeah, I do that. <laughs> you sit down for a wee? Yeah. What? I do Why do you sit down for I a do wee? Do F- first thing in the morning. You've right? got a tallywhack of it. First, the, 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 point all first, the first thing in the morning, when I'm, when I'm creaking as I'm getting out of bed, yeah. literally, I, I, I walk like early man. You know that, that hunched yeah, over? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because my body's so stiff. So why can't you just By the time pl- I get to the, the I get to the bathroom, yeah, um, I can't stand. You've been told off for weeing all over the place, haven't you? I can't That's stand what up. it is. That's what it is. My mum used to do this to me all the time. She used to say, "Stop doing that all over." The- Can you not aim properly? Then you teach yourself how to aim, don't you? You don't need to sit down. And my four-year-old still struggle, but it, but I had to sit down. I don't do it every time. Yeah, I would say. You, is it a little treat? I give myself plenty of treats. <laughs> yeah, I do. 
I do. And there's what's wrong with sitting down for a number one? <laughs> Why do you pee sitting down? Many reasons. You've been listening to the TalkSport Daily Podcast with me, Adam Catterall. Make sure you hit the subscribe button because when he gets back next week, I want him to know there's a new sheriff in town. That's all I'm saying, all right? So make sure you hit that button and it'll impress the bosses and they'll be on him like a cheap Gucci suit like next week. Anyway, this will hopefully land in your inbox in the morning. Be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talk Sport. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out for a chance to win the French Open title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV, live in HD. Don't miss a moment with daily live coverage and match replays on demand, beginning Monday, May 20th. Be there for all the unforgettable moments. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.